Hello, everybody, and welcome into the That's Good podcast. I'm James Finneral here to preview the 2022 WM Phoenix Open, formerly known as the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Before diving into this week's preview, I wanted to take a quick look back at last week's event, the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, because it was not only an exciting weekend of golf, but it was also a pretty big weekend for the podcast, honestly, as our dark horse pick, Tom Hoagie, 50-1 to to win the tournament heading into the week. He takes home the W in a very impressive fashion, honestly. Jordan Spieth was in the driver's seat at one point on the back nine, but Tom Hoagie was just rock solid throughout that entire back nine. Ends up holding off Spieth and the rest of the field for his first career PGA Tour win. So big congrats to Tom Hoagie, and um, thanks for making us look good here with the Dark Horse pick. Now moving on to this week's event, the WM Phoenix Open. This tournament is played at TPC Scottsdale Stadium Course. A very fun venue, one of the most attended events on the PGA Tour schedule. Last year's champion is Brooks Kepka, who finished at 19 under. That was a one-stroke victory over K.H. Lee and Xander Shoffley. And the iconic moment for him was for sure on the short par 4 17th, where he chipped in for eagle en route to his victory, and that definitely made the difference there. Very impressive win for him, and he is in the field this week, along with a stable of other solid competitors, and that is the main storyline I wanted to touch on. This is by far the most competitive field we have had in 2022. Six out of the top 10 players in the official world golf ranking are in the field, including John Rahm, Victor Hovland, Patrick Cantlay, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, and Hideki Matsuyama. But even further than that, we have 15 out of the top 20 players in the official world golf ranking teeing it up as well. All these players are coming in different form, different momentum. There's multiple past champions in the field, so really, it's anyone's game, and it's going to make it tough to dish out these best bets, but we're going to do the best we can. In terms of the course, I believe approach game and iron play is going to be the key metric of the week. It's an important metric every week in terms of predicting who's going to do well, but especially here, you don't need to be able to to bomb your driver off the tee to be able to compete here. It's going to be more one on your second shots and if you can figure out these greens as well. But if you do go astray off the tee, you can get into trouble on certain holes here. So that's something to look out for as well, driving accuracy. Now moving on to our favorites heading into this week via the DraftKings Sportsbook. Starting off with John Rahm at 6-1 to to win. Justin Thomas, 10-1. to Hideki Matsuyama, 14-1. to And you have Patrick Cantlay and Victor Hovland both at 16-1. to Now moving into our best bets. We had a very successful week last week. Both of our best bets cashed, including Maverick McNeely over Mito Pereira, which was one we didn't even have to worry about on Sunday. Mito Pereira had missed the cut, so no matter what Maverick McNeely did on Sunday, that bet had already cashed on Saturday night, so that was definitely nice. And then also Patrick Cantlay top five cashed. He finished tied for fourth. He had a solid week. He didn't really make anything special happen on the final day, and I believe that's why he wasn't the one hoisting the trophy. But he was the best player in the field heading in, so we knew he was going to be in contention, and um, that was a solid bet as well. Now moving into this week's best bets, I have three spicy ones for you, starting with our matchup, Abraham Answer even money, plus 100, over Harold Varner III. Harold Varner III is coming off a win last week at the Saudi International, which had a stronger field than the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. But I'm predicting somewhat of a victory hangover for him, Whereas he is celebrating that victory, he wasn't able to focus on this WM Phoenix Open. But also, I do believe Abraham Answer is prime for a solid week as well. 
He is fifth in driving accuracy percentage year to date, whereas Harold Varner III is 188th. And I don't believe driving distance is as much of a factor this week, but at driving accuracy definitely can be if Abraham Answer is putting it in fairways as opposed to putting it in those desert areas where you don't know how the ball is coming off the club. I think that sets him up in a better position. And also Answer finished tied for eighth last week at the Saudi International, so it looks like his game is in solid form. A little bit of a risky play as Harold Varner III did prevail over a very solid field last week, but I think this sets up well for this Abraham Answer bet, especially at even money. I like that number. I almost considered Answer as my dark horse, so I feel pretty good about this play. Now moving on to our next best bet, I have our first three ball of the year, which is essentially picking one golfer out of three to finish highest on the leaderboard. So my three ball here is Xander Shoffley over Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. That is coming back at plus 160. You can also find just the Xander Shoffley versus Scotty Scheffler matchup at minus 110 though. So I like the plus 160. I'll throw Sam Burns in there and hope he doesn't contend as a better number, better return on my bet there. I am definitely nervous that Scotty Scheffler can do well here, but I'll take Xander Shoffley's consistency all day long. He finished tied for second last year at this specific event, and then the three years prior to that, tied for 16th, tied for 10th, and tied for 17th at this specific event. So essentially, you're telling me that Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns have to be at least top 17 to have a chance at beating Xander Shoffley. I'll take my chances at plus 160, and if Scheffler and Burns are in the top 5 and top 10 and Xander Shoffley's 15th, I'll, I'll, I'll let that happen. Xander Shoffley's approach game is solid. I like his course fit here. So I really enjoy this play. And then my last play for this tournament is a three ball as well, but just for round one. And it's John Rahm over Webb Simpson and Ricky Fowler. And that is coming back at minus 110. And I must preface this by saying there's no way they would give you this specific three ball for the entire tournament just based on the way John Rahm has been playing. You have Webb Simpson and Ricky Fowler who have won at this event in 2020 and 2019 respectively. However, John Rahm's the best player in the world. And you will never see a number like this, minus 110, on him in any normal matchup throughout the entire tournament. He's usually a minus 150 or a minus 160 against guys like Justin Thomas and Patrick Cantlay. So I see the minus 110 against Webb Simpson and Ricky Fowler, and I, I want to jump on it. He has finished tied for 13th, tied for 9th, and tied for 10th in his last three outings at this specific event. So he obviously... Knows his way around the course. He's made the cut the last three times at this event. Webb Simpson coming off a tied for 61st at the Sony. And Ricky Fowler's last two performances was cut at the Farmers and cut at the American Express. So those guys are not coming in in great form at all. And John Rahm is just the most rock-solid guy. However, this is just one round. So I do believe anything can happen in one round. And I could see... Ricky Fowler or Webb Simpson going out there and lighting it up for a round and still somehow finishing like outside of the top 25 or 30. So it is unpredictable with one round, but I'll take my chances just on the consistency of John Rahm, and I like the number at just minus 110 instead of something like a minus 150 or minus 160. Now moving into my pick to win, I'm rolling with Hideki Matsuyama at 14 to 1, the reigning Masters champion, and I'd say... The course and event history speaks for itself. He won this event in back-to-back -back years, 2016 and 2017. 
Last year, he finished tied for 42nd, though. But other than that, he's finished with a couple top 20s, and then he tied for second in 2015. And I think he's probably going to be a little bit frustrated that he finished tied for 42nd last year when everyone knows that he dominates this specific event. As I mentioned, the iron play, second shot, key metric here. I have complete confidence that he's going to have that going. All we need to see is the putter come around, and if it does, he's going to be the guy to beat out here despite the stacked field that we have. But he's got the all-around game to contend here, and that's why I'm rolling with him as my pick to win. Now moving in to our dark horse pick. The dark horse picks have been pretty solid the past two weeks, especially Tom Hoagie last week. So I'll try to keep it up here, but definitely no promises. I'm taking Matthew Fitzpatrick. He is 50-1 to 1 to win the tournament. And this is kind of interesting just to see him as my dark horse because even last week when the field was a little bit weaker, he wouldn't even have been considered a dark horse because he was somewhere in the 25 to 35 to 1. He was not 50 to 1 or higher. So I couldn't have even played him as my dark horse if I wanted to. But because the field is so stacked, he's at 50 to 1. So I'm going to play him as my dark horse this week. He's yet to play in the WM Phoenix Open, so I would say that's not a great thing as I have been mentioning the, the tournament history, but I'm still riding with him based on what I saw specifically last week and just his game in general I do feel is going to fit very well here. He finished tied for six at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, and then his event before that, he tied for 12th at the Hero World Challenge in December. So he clearly has his game going right now. He's gained strokes everywhere but off the tee last week. And as I said, you don't need to bomb the ball around here. He's not a guy who's going to overpower you with his drive, and he doesn't need to. As long as he's hitting solid iron shots, and he's shown that he can be very proficient with the putter. So I think that gives him a shot to contend here. And um, I like him as my dark horse. So hopefully, hopefully we can keep up this segment being successful. And that is all I had for this week's preview of the WM Phoenix Open. I'll be back at it next week with a preview of the Genesis Invitational. That's also going to be an extremely exciting event at Riviera Country Club. Thank you so much for tuning in again, and I'll catch you next time on the That's Good Podcast. Mm -hmm.